We thank the Lord for the opportunity for us to gather together this morning. And uh, specifically, I want to thank the Lord and also thank our pastor the opportunity for me to stand before, before the Church of God to be, to be sharing the Word of God with us. Today, by the grace of God, we are looking at John chapter 8 and verse 12. John chapter 8 and verse 12. Following Jesus, the light of the world. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. Almighty God, we bless your name. We thank you for the opportunity of life that you have given unto us. And we thank you for the opportunity of eternal life that you have also given unto us. Eternal life in Christ Jesus. And for bringing us together, gathering us together before you. And we thank you for the word of God in this church, in Snowdon Baptist Church. The word of God is central to everything that we do. Accept our thanks and praises in Jesus' name. We pray and commit this message, this session into your hand. Holy Spirit, take control. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, explain your word to understanding in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, take control. We thank you because you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Following Jesus Christ, the light of the world. We're talking about the words of Jesus Christ. As Christians, as children of God, as people that have been bought by his precious blood. Just like we took the communion. In taking the communion, he asked us to be taking it in memorial of the death, the suffering that he suffered for us, the blood that he shed for us. And as people who are partakers of that suffering, as people who are genuine children of God, in this world, going to the kingdom of God, the words of Jesus Christ are very important to us. If Jesus speaks, then we should be reading it again and again and asking ourselves the question, how does this apply to me? How does it apply to others? But how does it apply to me in person? How does it apply to me personally? The words of Jesus Christ. Jesus says so many things in the Bible. Of course we know. But today, by the grace of God, we are looking at, at John, what he said in John chapter 8 and verse 12. John chapter 8 and verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Like we said, Jesus used so many things in the Bible to explain the word of God unto us. And uh, 
today we are looking at this particular one. This one is a declaration. It's a clear declaration of who he is. I am the light of the world. Then he says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. We, 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 we remember that in the ministration of Jesus Christ, he used illustrations. He used illustrations to drive home the point, what he wants us to know. He used, several times he used things that people were familiar with. He used things that people were familiar with to, to explain what nobody could ever imagine, nobody could ever understand. In John chapter 3, verse 12, he said, if I have told you of earthly things, when he was talking, we remember in John chapter 3, he, he met with uh, Nicodemus, right? He met with Nicodemus, except a man be born again in verse 3. He will not enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the spirit is, is spirit, and that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And then he moved on to explain because it became difficult for Nicodemus to comprehend and understand everything he was talking about. Then he moved on to explain, to explain that if I have told you of earthly things and you don't believe me and it's difficult for you to accept, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? No man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Now Jesus Christ is saying that he's using, he's the only one that has come from heaven. We don't know how the spiritual world, how, what, what works, how God, the kingdom of God. But in order to help us gain that understanding, he uses things that we know. He uses things that we are familiar with. Of course, we know there are so many things he used, you know, in, in the Bible. As Bible students, we know he used the parable of the sower. People are familiar with it. The sower went out to sow. The parable of the lost coin. He used so many things that people were familiar with. The, 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 the analogy of the shepherd and the sheep were to make us understand that the kingdom of God, this is how it looks like to help us gain an understanding into the kingdom of God. They were all symbolic, and they are all meant to open our understanding to important concepts of the kingdom of God. Today, by the grace of God, in this particular verse of the scripture, it's talking about light and darkness. Light and darkness. Of course, light and darkness we are familiar with. If we don't know what happens in the spirit realm, if we don't know what the kingdom of God talks about, but we know physical light, uh, light we know physical darkness, we are familiar with it. We, if we switch off, if there is no, we know daylight, daylight, in, in the morning we have daylight, we have sunlight, we have moonlight, we have electricity, brokeback gives us, all these ones gives us light. Then we have a picture of what darkness is all about, physical darkness that when there is no daylight, maybe in the evening, in the midnight, there is no light anywhere, and there is no electricity, everywhere is in darkness, we have a picture of what is darkness and what is light. And we also know that immediately light enters into a building, a room, darkness disappears. So we have 
the concept of light and darkness, how it works, how it functions. Candlelight, different type of light. And that is why Jesus is bringing to us that concept of light and darkness is what he's using. That illustration of light and darkness is what he's using in what he has to tell us about the kingdom of God in John chapter 8, verse 12. And Jesus spake again unto them, I am the light of the world. And Jesus is speaking to us today in Snowdon Baptist Church. I am the light of the world. He that follows me will not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I am the light of the world. What does he really mean by the light of the world? Because we need to now look at each of those important, important phrases in that sentence. I am the light of the world. Very important, light of the world. He that follow me. What does he mean? And how does he apply to me? He that follow me shall not walk in darkness. Walking in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Light of life. I am the light of the world. Now, light of the world, quickly. I know time will not, uh, will not uh, permit us to, to, to spend so much time on each of these things. But of course, we know that in this world, it, it, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He did not say, I am a light in the world. There are many gods in the world, of course. There are many idols all over the world in different parts of the world, even in Montreal, here where we live. When you go, you see people, different religions, all claiming to have solution to the problem of man, all claiming to be able to bring light, all claiming to be able to, 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 to show us the way. But Jesus Christ said that word, I am the light of the world. If we come back to this physical realm, we see that, like we said, we have the moonlight, we have the sunlight, we have the daylight, we have candle light, we can have different, we have electricity producing light. There are different, if in, there are some villages in different parts of the world where they don't have electricity, but they have daylight, they have sunlight. So there are different type of means of illuminating and driving away darkness. But spiritually, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. The light of the world. He did not say, I am one of the lights of the world. He did not say, I am a light in the world. He said, I am the light of the world. He that follow me, he that follow me will not walk in darkness. But of course, we are looking at what he said first. I am what? The light of the world. And the Bible also makes us understand, like we know, that Jesus Christ is the word of God. Jesus Christ is the word of God. The Bible that we carry, the Bible that we read, the Bible is a book. There are so many books in the world, right? But the content of the Bible, what is contained inside the Bible, is the word of God. And in John chapter 1, let's read John chapter 1 from verse 1. Very familiar scriptures to many of us. In John chapter 1 from verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Notice that the word is capitalized, right? The, 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 the W in the word is capitalized. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was 
with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him was without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And the light and that life was the light of all mankind. Verse 5. The light shines in darkness, and darkness has not overcome it. And then in verse 14, he said, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory as of one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ is the word of God. We, he became flesh. That word was there in the beginning. He was with God. The word was God. And then the word became flesh and dwell among us. We have seen his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, as of the one and only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 7, 1 John, if you have the Bible, you can quickly open to 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7. The Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. In 1 John, 1 John is towards Revelation. We have Jude. When we, come, when we are counting back from Revelation, we have Jude, and then we have Third John, and then we have First John. First John chapter 5 and verse 7. In First John chapter 5 and verse 7, he said, but there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three, they are one. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. So we will see there again, pointing to the fact that Jesus Christ is the Word of God. And the Word of God that we carry, the Word of God, the content, like we said, this Bible, the content of it is the personification of Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ in the world today? Then said Jesus unto them again, He that follow me shall not walk in darkness. Whoever follow me will not walk in darkness, but that he shall have what? He shall have the light of life. The word of God is the light of the world. The Bible also made us understand that that same word of God is the light of the world. In uh, John chapter 1, verse 5, where we read, he said, and light shines in darkness, and darkness has not overcome it. In John, if we look at John chapter 5, chapter 9, let's, read, let's open our Bible. If you have the Bible, please open with me. John chapter 9 and then verse 5. John chapter 9 and then in verse 5. He said, as long as I am in the world, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The word of God is the light of the world. We also remember in Psalm 119, in Psalm 119, verse 105, he said, Thy word I have hidden in my heart, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. So Jesus Christ, the word of God, is what? Is the light of the world. When he says, I am the light of the world, he that follow me, whoever follows me, Whoever takes the decisions to follow me will not walk in darkness. Praise the Lord. We have to live by the word of God. 
We have to live by the word of God to have the light of God in us. We have to follow the word of God for us not to walk in darkness. It is important for us to follow the word of God for us not to walk in darkness. Yes, I was born into a Christian home. I was raised in a Christian home. I've been doing this in the church. I've been doing that in the church. That is good, but it's not sufficient. Jesus Christ said that what? He said, whoever follows me, follows me, me, there is what? The word of God. Praise the Lord. Shall not walk in darkness. What is darkness? What does it really mean by darkness? Darkness is anything in this world. Darkness is anything in this world that is outside the light of the word of God. Just like we know darkness in the physical realm, it is either darkness or light. Where there is darkness, immediately you switch on the light, darkness disappears. So darkness is, light is the absence of darkness. So that anything that is not light in this world is darkness. And when God looks at the world, when God looks down at the world spiritually, he sees darkness. He sees darkness everywhere. And the only thing that he sees that brings light, that brings illumination is what? The word of God. The word of God. The word of God, wherever the word of God is found, when God is looking down and is looking at the earth, he's seeing, oh, there is light in that corner. Oh, there is light in this corner. Oh, there is light in that. That is a lamp carrying light because the word of God is light. There is no middle ground. There is no almost there. There is no sitting on the fence. You see that from what we know of light and darkness, you see that there is light or there is no light. And when there is no light, it is darkness. And Jesus spake unto them and speaking unto us, I am the light of the world. He that follow me, the word of God, will not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So that we also know that darkness, another way we can describe it is, not living by the word of God. Not living by the word of God. When we don't live by the word of God, like we always say, it is a very good thing for us as Christians to encourage ourselves to come to church. But we need to also understand that the lines are drawn. There are places where the lines are drawn. We have to live by the word of God. It is not sufficient that we, we, we are together. It is good. It's encouraged. It is lovely. It is glorious. But individually, we have to live by the word of God. The people that reject God are living in darkness. There are some people we know. There are some people they call themselves atheists. Some people say there is no God. In Psalm 14, verse 1 to 3, the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. They tell you that, what are you talking about? They don't believe in God. God does not exist. As far as they are concerned, the solution to, to the, the problem of mankind is philosophy, is logic, is science. 
as far as they are concerned, God does not exist. They live in darkness. The creator looks down and sees that they are living in what? In darkness. The people that reject God. And there are some people that accept God, but they reject Jesus Christ. Some people reject Jesus Christ. They believe in God. They believe God exists. But the Son of God, Jesus Christ, they reject. They believe that Jesus, one man in history that came, and, you know, just like so many other in so many other great men that we have in history of mankind. He's just like one of them. All these things that you ascribe to him, he does not, he doesn't, he doesn't. They do not believe in Jesus Christ. And as many that do not believe in Jesus Christ, they are living in darkness. In that John chapter 3, verse 17 to 19, let's quickly look at that John chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. The Bible says Jesus was also talking to Nicodemus. He said to him, God has... John chapter 3, verse 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believes not in him is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son. And this is the condemnation, that light comes into the world and men reject light. And men love darkness. Jesus Christ is light. And those, you, you might say, ah, but what about these people? They also believe in, they also believe Jesus, but they don't, be, the only thing is that they don't believe that Jesus is the son of God. They don't believe that Jesus is a part of the Trinity. They don't believe that Jesus died and rose again. When you don't believe these things about Jesus, it depends. You know Jesus, he existed, but you, don't, you didn't believe that Jesus is the son of God that gives us salvation. You, have, you are condemned. The person is condemned. The person is living in darkness. The Lord God will help us in Jesus' name. We move on quickly. Time is not our friend. Walking, walking in darkness. Those that, are not, those that are not living by the word of God are living in darkness. So it is one thing to believe that God exists. It's another thing to believe that Jesus Christ is the word of God, is our savior. You believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. We all believe in Jesus. But we don't live by the word of God. It's, an, it's also possible. There are some of us, or there may be, we don't live by the word of God. The word of God has commanded us. The word of God touches our lives. The word of God inf impacts, influences our lives. Every one of us that we call ourselves Christians. When we talk about forgiveness, the word of God as a, as a standard, if you call yourself a child of God, if you say that you, have, you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe in Jesus Christ means you believe the word of God. If I believe the word of God, then duty is on me to forgive. If I talk about love, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, he say, Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God. And everyone that love is born of God, and he knows God. First John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. He that does not live in love, the sacrificial love, the agape love, he does not know God. If we are still together, members of the same church, living in animosity, living in, in grudges, 
we are part of the church. Our names are written on the register of the church. But because we are living in animosity, we are living in grudges, we are not living according to the word of God. We are not living, we are not following Jesus Christ. We are not following the word of God. What the word of God said to us in that instance, we are not following it. But it does not matter. We might call ourselves members of the church, but as long as we don't follow the word of God, we are not following Jesus Christ. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Sin is darkness. Sin is evil. Anything that is sin, evil, anything that is evil is part and parcel of darkness. Darkness Darkness is an horizon. I know that is not the subject matter today. Darkness is an horizon. In, in the physical, we talk of colors and we talk of dark green, right? We talk of dark blue. We talk of this one. And then thick darkness. Darkness and darkness and darkness. In the spiritual realm, the zenith of darkness, the peak of darkness is where Satan operates. All the other darkness now come down to the slightest of darkness. He is living in sin. He's still darkness. He is not following the word of God. Even though he's a pastor, even though he's an archbishop, even though he has this title, he has that title, he's not following the word of God. He's still darkness. And we say the peak of darkness is where the, the devil operates. They are all darkness. But the word of God is light. The word of God is the light of the world. And then individually, when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Then we need to begin to ask ourselves, what does following Jesus really mean? Following the Lord is following the word of God, like we said. Following the word of God is living by the word of God. We have, to, we have to run quickly. To follow is to have a heart that constantly, constantly seek to please God at all times. Always asking the question. You see, you cannot follow the word of God when you don't know the word of God. You cannot follow the word of God. I don't have time for Bible study. I'm very busy. You cannot, immediately you don't know the word of God. And for you to know the word of God, he doesn't come to you. You go to him. You create time for him. You know that it is something that is important for my spiritual growth. It is something that is important for my relationship with God. It is something that is important for me to follow the Lord. I create time for it. I spend quality time to learn and study and know the word of God. Because the word of God is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by. And the word became flesh. That same word, you create time for it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. You are the light and the word. In Matthew chapter 5 in the Beatitude, a time that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Jesus is saying here that 
we are his children. We are the light of the world. We are the carriers of the word of God. By the time I'm living the word of God, I'm following the word of God. Wherever I am found, whether in my family or in my home, in my business place, I'm relating with people and I'm living the word of God. The light of God is shown in that area, in that corner. You, it's like putting the lamp that is producing light. And God looks down and sees that, yes, my daughter is there. Yes, it's a career of light. The Lord God will help us in Jesus' name. Following the Lord. Also to follow is to live a life that is controlled by the Spirit of God. When we, when we live by the Word of God, it is then the Spirit of God will control our lives. In, in John chapter 4, verse 20, 23 and 24, time we fail us to look at it, the Bible says that God is a spirit. And they that worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. They that worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. The truth is the word of God. And by the time we are worshiping God in truth, by the time we are worshiping, following him with the word of God, the spirit of God will, you know, be able to be part of our life. Jesus answered in John chapter 3, verse 5, Truly I say unto you, no one can enter into the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and born of the spirit. For flesh give birth to flesh, and the spirit give birth to the spirit. To shine as the light in the darkness around us, when we follow the Lord, we will be, it is then we will be able to shine. When Jesus says that, let your light so shine, let your light so shine, how are we going to allow our light to shine? It is by following the word of God. Following God, following the Lord, is also to become a disciple. Another way of looking at it, of, of describing it, is to be a disciple, to be a follower, to be a servant. Jesus even said, you are my friend. And going forward, I will no longer call you servant because a servant does not know what his master's business is. Instead, I call you what? Friends. I call you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known unto you. That is the word of God. And that is the reason why we cannot become Christians, real Christians, children of God, if we don't know the word of God. That is the hallmark of knowing or becoming a Christian. Quickly, opportunities to walk with the Lord. Opportunities abound in our lives, in our daily living, for us to follow and walk with the Lord. Opportunities abound in this local church, like Snowdon Baptist Church, and everywhere where we are found. In Luke chapter 18, verse 18, a certain ruler asking, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? We know this story. When G in verse 22, when Jesus heard this, he said unto him, you still lack one thing. Sell everything that you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven so that you can now come and follow me. Now, the, the, the message here, the message here is that what? Is that we need to, refocus our hearts. Our hearts should not be focused on our achievement, our wealth, what we have gathered in this world, 
where our hearts should be focused on following the Lord, focused on the word of God. And as we do that, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Quickly, following the Lord entails sacrificial giving. Another thing that following the Lord means, I am the light of the world. He that follow me. Following the Lord also entails us giving sacrificially. In Mark chapter 8, verse 34, And when he has called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him what? Deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Following the Lord requires us, is part of sacrificial giving. Is part of living a sacrificial life. I remember when uh, Richard was telling us about, uh, some couple of weeks ago, was telling us about Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, brethren, that you present your, your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Sacrifice, that we present ourselves, present our body. Living is a sacrifice, but it's still alive. A living sacrifice. That is following the Lord. There are opportunities for us in this church. There are opportunities for us to follow the Lord. In our, in our communities, in our family, in everywhere where we are, we are not saved to sit down. We are not saved to fold our hands. We are saved to pick up our cross. We are saved to start the journey. The journey of following the Lord following the word of God, living the word of God, serving in the kingdom of God. We are not uh, to dispose, we, we are, sorry, we are to dispose our resources, our time, our talents, and everything that we have into the needs of the body of Christ and the business of the kingdom of God. We had to get involved. We had to, to get involved. Sometimes when, when, we, when we look at, when we look at, Stories like uh, in Genesis chapter 4, the Bible told us about the, the story of uh, Cain and Abel, right? The Bible told us about Cain. The Bible told us that uh, Cain, was, was, Cain was a farmer and then Abel was, was, Abel was into livestock. And then Cain brought, Cain brought his, I would have loved us to read it, but I know our time is up. Cain brought his sacrifice, he brought what he has, and then Abel brought his own. And he said, Abel, among the livestock of Abel, Abel brought the fat. The fat. He said, Abel brought the fat, the one, that, the, the best. He brought the best to the Lord. And God had respect for what Abel brought and rejected the one that, that came. Back. We are always very quick to judge, right? We are always very quick to say, why did, why did Cain do that? What? What, how could you have done that? But what are we bringing today? Many of us are not even bringing anything. I want to come to that church. I don't want to get involved in all those things that they are doing. I know myself. I, I don't want to. I don't want anybody to insult me. I don't know. I know. We are not bringing anything. And when we even bring, what do we bring? We bring leftover. We bring leftover. I don't have all the time. You know, I just... Uh, and my kids are very young. I need to spend more time with my family. I just had a, I just got married. I just had a baby. I just get a new job. I just got this. I just got that. I will do it later. I will, will, there will be a better time to serve God. Right now is not the time for me to serve God. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I think we need to repent. 
We need to repent as people. We need to repent as a church. And as we repent, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But we shall have the light of life. But we shall have the light of life. We will shine when we live for the word of God. When we decide and we are constantly and prayerfully living the word of God, we shine as light in this spiritual world of darkness. Jesus said, let your light so shine. Let your light so shine before men. Let them see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. We overcome darkness. We overcome darkness. We are able to work with God to fulfill our purpose in the kingdom of God. There is a reason why you are in the kingdom of God. There is a reason why God has brought you at this time and you are members of Snowdon Baptist Church. Snowdon Baptist Church is the body of Christ. There is a purpose you are to fulfill. We remember this story, very threatening story. When Esther was withdrawing, when, Esther, when Mordecai spoke to Esther, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. All the reasons that Esther brought up were logical, were perfect, were, were rational. But Mordecai was very quick in telling her, if you do not, don't imagine that it will not be done. It will be done, but it is you that has failed. We will not fail in Jesus' name. We will not fail the Lord in Jesus' name. The one that shed this blood, that suffered so much for us. We have so many areas in the church that's begging for people to come up and get involved and sacrificially give their talents, their time, their resources into the body of Christ. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And finally, we will have eternal life. When we live by the word of God, we will have eternal life. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will give us the grace to be able to live according to his words in Jesus' name. Shall we be on our feet? Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet and pray. Let's, let's close our eyes and pray and say, God, come and help me. Oh, Lord, come and help me. Come and help me. Come and assist me to to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to live for you. I want to do your will for my life. I want to be who you want me to be in the kingdom of God. I want to shine. He said, let your light so shine before men. Let them see your good work and glorify your Father in heaven. Say, God, come and help me. I want your light, the light of the word, the word of God to shine in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord.